My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Shaq, we're back. It's the Shaq House. How you doing? I am doing great, um, but tell. not quite as good as our boy Phil Mickelson. Did you see what he did this week with the Callaway Rogue Driver? Yeah, how about that little sub-zero, a little nine degree in the uh, sub-zero fairway wood? That was beautiful. A little second place at Pebble Beach. Nice work, I'm, Phil. I'm, I'm telling you, if he uh, if he could have got it on the green on 18, I was about to get Ooh, a little bit excited. Was, it could have put a little pressure. That was a pressure. juicy shot. Yeah, it was, it was right it. there. It was right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to see He's him again Ramiro. next week, right? Absolutely. Phil's dialed in. He's got the rogue. He went to the store on February 9th and got the new clubs. Oh, I don't think he did that. Did I'm that. sure he did but not do that. everybody else can. I'm sure he did not do that. Uh, so the next week's event, the LA Open, he had a lot of very positive things to say about where his game is and what uh, his, his not, he has modest expectations. He's playing to win, but how about some tickets to that thing? Can you hook me oh. up? Oh, it's going to be a hot ticket this week. House, this is the best field we've had in my lifetime. How about that for a statement? Best ever. Yeah, this is going to be a hot ticket. I mean, it's hot with Tiger, but you throw in Rory, Justin, Jordan, Phil. It just goes on and on. Dustin Johnson, it's beautifully stacked. Oh, so this is this is a perfect tournament to be getting tickets from from SeatGeek. Oh yeah, SeatGeek's your friend. The best app for buying and selling tickets to sporting events. You can get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase on any game or sporting event. Like the Genesis Open, all you have to do is use promo code HOUSE. Download the SeatGeek app or go right to SeatGeek.com. All right, House. It's that time. We're going to talk... All things PGA Tour, AT&T, Genesis Open, and we're going to talk to Chris Harrison of The Bachelor today on The Shack House. Let's go. House, greetings from the soon-to-be home of the PGA Tour next week here in Los Angeles. How are you today? Oh. Did that, oh, did that final round of the AT&T we, knock you out? I mean... <laughs> no, 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 come Shaq, on. Ted Shaq. Potter Jr., you're going to remember this win for, for decades. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was deadly. I, I, I took a little siesta about the I mean, uh, 15th hole. This is the beautiful thing. And I think uh, Pebble Beach has finally, you know, CBS and its partnership with Pebble and this event, they, they finally just own what this is. This is... This is the annual nap event. It's the Sunday nap. They should honestly get, you know, this this would be a perfect event sponsored by somebody like Lisa Mattress or, <laughs> or you know, now. any of the fine pillow makers or mattress makers out there. Or honestly, couch, because that's where I was. And I'm sure there's a lot of people like me. Get on the couch. 
Get nice and comfortable. Here's the problem, Shaq. And this is not a criticism. It's just we have the Super Bowl was last week, so we're yeah. in a little bit of a sports lull. Yeah. It's the first Sunday after football season. And you look out at Pebble Beach, and it's absolutely beautiful. You know, yeah. the it's it's stunningly and visually so especially, how about the poppies on eight? I mean, tell, talk about the flower bed <laughs> on eight, Shaq. I know you love it. Oh, yeah. Did you see my, my Wizard of Oz tweet? <laughs> I, I felt very old. None of the kids responded. I thought I thought the no laying up guys. I thought I'd get some I'd get some of the, 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 the precious M's to go, oh, that's hilarious. And then I realized, oh no, none of them have seen the Wizard of Oz. This is so no, sad. I, yeah, this you're is not a supposed sad, to talk about that, that, that movie is from five hundred years ago. Wow. But I thought the- it was timeless. But so house now I not I'm not gonna bore you with the full wonky architectural thing. I just wrote a post on my website, jeffshackleford.com, about why that flower bed showed you why they need a master plan the most beautiful place on the planet earth in golf and they decided we need more color we need some we need to have dorothy and toto remind themselves that they're going to see the wizard and it just well, it I, just, it just you, looked hellacious like what are you doing come on the, guys <laughs> it was the perfect addition it's poppy oh, it's poppies the oh sleep inducing the sleep inducing flower CBS. for my sunday nap in this oh, tournament oh, i mean they were they were riding those flowers hard, and they're not even native. They're South African. They're, my mom found it there. Uh, she she sent me a text, unbeknownst that I had done the tweet or made fun of it, and said, what's with these uh, gazanias or what? I don't know what the heck. I've already tried to forget what they're called. They're not even real poppies. The California oh, okay. poppy doesn't bloom for another month. All right, uh, what do no, I, this know? Was, I don't know. Somebody what? had too much time on their hands. So, well, by, um, they have until yeah. 2019, till June of 2019 to get it all worked out because the Open is back there, which is that 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 I'm looking forward to. Uh, and the U.S. Amateur this uh, August, which I'm I'm hoping to get to. So I, 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 it's fascinating that you found it as boring as I did. And what's odd is that you had Jason Day, Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, all with chances to to make a run. And this is just one of those weird events, House, where they just couldn't do it. This Ted Potter Jr. played great. It was beautiful. He was emotional after. Uh, it's just one of those things. It should have been more exciting. I don't know. Why it, it just didn't catch fire? Obviously, the pace of play is brutal. That, you have that's two it. Groups that's the answer. I mean, it's and, just yeah. it's just the pace. There's no way to generate genuine tension when there are such enormous gaps in time between yeah. when the the guys on the leaderboard are taking shots. And so I, you know, I think the right thing is you just embrace it. Like I honestly am not killing CBS for their coverage. It was oh, it's not. Yeah, it's not their fault that it's, it's not their it's fault. moving so at this weird pace. No. Just just keep doing what you're doing. It's nice and quiet. It's Sunday afternoon. Yeah. I have I can switch back and forth with the Cavs Celtics. The, the the Cavaliers kicked the Celtics butt, so I was fine with that. I and then and then I just, you know, put it on for the last couple holes, kind of caught a little shut eye and and you know, I'm ready for my Monday. And I think that uh, we need to note that this was a historic tournament uh, for television golf. Uh, so uh, about last week at the Waste Management, that Kentucky game on Saturday ran 45 minutes into the golf. And then the next day they had some bonus coverage. House, they made unbelievable history today. Uh, and I believe yesterday, where CBS actually came on with the normal start of the broadcast on the Golf Channel, and then said, "Now we're going to CBS that the game that the game is over." And so there was bonus coverage, and they actually started on time. Now, do you know how many years we've been trying to get something like this to happen? That it it finally did, and I I think all the people out there who griped on social media deserve credit. Uh, I think the University of Kentucky and John Calipari should take credit for that <laughs> horrific game that ran so obnoxiously long that I would imagine somebody at Waste Management picked up the phone to Sean McManus and said, uh, WTF, this is absurd. And uh, it was sensational today. We, we got the, uh, the, the the start. It was beautiful. And it was the way it should be. We, we, we got to see the best players in the world playing the, the most beautiful stretch of golf holes in all of tournament golf. And so history was made. Uh, literally, House, this has been going on for for eh, 15 years or so. Really, well, it's really been obnoxious during the length of the Golf Channel contract because we've gotten this, this uh, pre-coverage on the Golf Channel. And then you say, why are we disappearing for a half hour? Remember, they used to call it the uh, – 
the the graphics changeover, you know, yeah, like somebody yeah. took the floppy disk out and <laughs> had to put the new Chiron in. I mean, I actually remember that era. But uh, so this was this there was that history this week, and then um, we had some sensational play from some top players. So and you know, we both so look, had a nice little siesta. And I want to. Uh... Jordan Spieth are you or one of your putting issues? Oh my gosh, we'll get to him in a second. But I, I do want to um, just put a bow on on this um, seismic change in our experience of of as golf viewers, how we watch uh, uh, tournaments during college basketball season. It is. Are, are you writing about this, or are one of your colleagues writing about it? Yeah, I'm going to do a blog post, and I'm sure a few other people already have noted it. On so Twitter, it, I've seen a few things, and yeah. so it's it is a breakthrough. It's a breakthrough, but the thing that that um, is is stunning is that it it really seems to have been the result of the product of the fans and sponsors finally complaining loudly enough and and having put the sport you know uh, on on notice that folks aren't going to stand for it that that people have expectations in terms of of viewing the product um, and enjoying the product that in the 21st century it ought to be the case that it's you know from the beginning of a broadcast to the end of a broadcast I, I the, the fact that they were able to do it in such short order between last week's colossal debacle and and this week <laughs> seems to suggest that it has always been possible well there is a little bit of a backstory i found out that going into the season they had planned to uh, remedy this with some element of bonus coverage and for whatever reason cbs uh, and golf channel didn't get together and figure that out for that that saturday at the waste management uh and that precipitated a little bit of bonus on on Sunday there, and then this weekend being a lot better. Um, so it's very exciting that they did that in the off season, but it was not so exciting that they didn't uh, get together on that. There's another thing, House, and and we don't want to make this a television show, but I don't know if you noticed the if you saw any of the Golf Channel coverage. CBS is doing like the plane wrap version of a telecast for them, and then they wheel out the tracer and the blimp shots, and they literally have gone. There must be something there that we don't know about because they they not only i get the tracer and if the 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 biz hub camera and a few of those goodies that are more um costly and and require different talent and you know they can only work so many hours uh before the quality of the product drops but the blimp is up in the air and they did not show blimp shots on the golf channel coverage all four days of this unbelievably beautiful place that people do love as as sleepy as it can be they love watching the blimp shots so there's a there's a little bit of a production struggle there that is a, not again helping the viewer and not helping the PGA Tour and I think well, that's one where Jay Monahan might want to pick up the phone and get those get a little conference call between all sides and say uh we need to get that tracer going a little earlier can we can we warm it up maybe you know on the pre-broadcast no offense to the golf channel but I, this isn't a tournament where i have to be watching you know at noon this isn't one where or whatever time their coverage started well, this isn't one of those where i'm i'm dialing in so that i can see really? you know guys oh. I, I i just a lot of this one are. is not this i can't invest i can't invest the 6 hours on this one, that's that's oh, a that's three nets. Sure, but remember, a lot of people have it on in the background. They're doing yeah. some stuff at home. Of course, it's, it's the the point is that AT and T spends a lot of money, and the, and there's just no excuse to to not try to put forward a, a better product. You know, that's a, a coherent thing product. of something. So yeah, it's it's uh, it, these are all things though that are we 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 kind of get mired in them but they're so vital to the way the sport is perceived and and you know how i feel about tracer and trackman data most people watching have no idea what that trackman data is but it just looks cool it looks modern it says we're and by the way today uh, it was fantastic watching the difference in some of the numbers between Dustin Johnson and Ted Potter Jr. on the Trackman, the, the 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 launch and the carry, and oh my lord, they are playing so, a different game. That was fantastic. Uh, that that was the highlight of the tournament for me. The, yeah. what, what I was awake to watch today. 
<laughs> was that that dramatic difference. It, it really was unbelievable. And what made it so enjoyable, and this goes back to the point you observed earlier, which is, you know, you don't want to bore people too much with what the architect had in mind and what the goals of, of the design, the course design are intended to produce. But it demonstrated that unequivocally, unambiguously, without a doubt, Pebble Beach is up for anybody who wants to give it the long the long ball try. Yeah. Go ahead and go nuts. Hit it 364 yards down there. The, 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 the score that doesn't necessarily translate into scoring, and that is part of the, the absolute brilliance of Pebble to me. Yeah, and Dustin just didn't have much going with his wedges, and uh, that's something he's improved this year. And I, he mentioned after the broadcast, he's going to be uh, fine-tuning those going into Riviera, where he's a defending champion and probably has a fantastic chance of dominating there again. Well, um, so, well you, yeah. I mean, d- dominating in terms of, of length or dominating in terms of you know running, running the field par, off the It's a par uh, 68 for him. Yeah. And it's 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 uh it's it is a lot longer than Pebble Beach for a number of reasons. The Kukuya, it's just longer on the on the scorecard, and the wind tends to blow a little uh, a little bit more. And this week we're gonna have some bizarre weather. It looks like so it's gonna it's gonna favor a longer hitter again a, a little bit more than maybe Pebble Beach did. Um, but yeah, I very bullish obviously on him this week. That so let's talk. Take a genius. Let's talk to, some uh, Riviera. You you mentioned uh, it at the, at the outset. This is going to be the best field that this tournament's ever had. I, I mean, think right? so. Is it hard when to argue you, that? Yeah, I just think when you look at the quality of of star power for us to have when you think that there are going to be these these groups where uh let's say you know uh gosh charlie hoffman alex noren they're these guys who are playing as well as anybody in the world they're going to be completely lost in in kind of the mix this week thomas peters is returning he finished second last year there won't be anybody out watching him i mean we've got spieth thomas mcelroy johnson uh Gosh, it just goes on and on. These are, and then obviously Tiger hasn't played here since 2006, and that's going to be. Uh, people are excited. I mean, I'm getting a lot of requests for for uh, <laughs> uh, directions on how to get there and how to park and what to do, and so people who haven't been in this tournament in a long time are eager to come out, and that's that's exciting for us. And we thought that was going to happen last year with with Tiger, and but this year when it's it's not just Tiger, it's all uh, it's other names. Um, you know, just Rory is such a draw to to people. It's it's huge for the tournament. I mean, Phil, the Phil kind of be really, you know, he was our main draw for many years, and then he he took a couple years off, and he came back uh, last year, and and uh, for him to just sort of be one of many is is sensational. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I'm sure you, as a, a Los Angelian, is that what you're called, Los Angelian? Angelino, Los Angelino, and Angelino, yeah, a- Angelino. You're aware of this? The NBA All Star Game is, yeah. is next weekend, which will be so, interesting. Yeah, well, I don't know how that's going to impact things in terms yeah. of attention for the event. I, I, I well, I, I'm not worried about attention for the event. There are so many golf heads in the NBA community, and you know oh. the NBA community shows up on mass. This is like the NBA Super Bowl. You know right. what I mean? Like it's right. it's a, it's such a massive event. You're gonna there's gonna be buzz from that community, that crowd coming over because let me tell you what they those guys want to see Tiger Woods play golf. So you can count on you know guys like Steph Curry and Andre mm. Andre Iguodala who we know are are deep sort of golf heads anyway but it's going to be I mean I think you're going to you see 30 40 50 NBA dudes <laughs> going around you know mm. or, or in the, in, yeah. the, in their VIP tents you know, they were not going to be with the riff and the raff check don't don't oh, get I me don't wrong uh, there aren't a whole lot of VIP options plus you know if Riviera you, it's a great place to just get out and walk and follow a group it's probably the best course on the tour for that and then and you can pop between the nine so easily the way the routing works and and uh, so Phil's on one nine Tigers on another or, or uh, Spieth and Thomas are split up you can you can pop back and forth I'll, I'll never forget a few, <laughs> a few years ago when Anthony Kim was was something and significant uh, he was he was out and Chris Paul was following him and 
Chris Paul on this part three is the uh, is a pro am, so it was it was casual, and uh, but Anthony was oblivious. He was out there, and he started yelling his name across the fairway, and Anthony just thought it was some heckler, and he ignored him. And then finally, the caddy kind of like nudged him, like I think you might want to acknowledge that. And he looked, and he just came running over. He was just <laughs> thrilled. But yeah, Chris Paul went at least nine holes of the pro am with him, so he's a he's a serious golf nut, and uh, he'll be in. Will he, in, will he be here for All-Star Week? Uh, of course. Yes, of I, course. They I all hate, come. I hate All-Star they Games. All I can care less. Uh, the, 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 yeah, anyway. Um, that's great. Well, good. Maybe we'll, yeah. uh, we'll see a whole bunch of the guys. We'll, 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 uh, we'll take a, a little roll call. And, and uh, Thursday and Friday is, is uh, the dunk contest Saturday? Saturday night. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. the, these guys have some time yeah. each during the day, both Thursday and Friday. Uh, that's when I would expect to see um, the most folks out there. Yeah. Um, but but you're going to be there starting with, well, you'll be there all week, obviously, but the Pro-Am is Wednesday. Right. And, and then, uh, so you'll yeah. be... We actually start who, tomorrow, who for those uh, who will be listening to this uh, really early, Jordan Spieth is playing in the Collegiate Showcase tomorrow, and he's played that the first two years uh, they've had this. I believe uh, this is year three. It might be year four. Anyway, he's played every year. He usually plays with uh, one of the owners of the Dodgers, who's a big University of Texas alum. This year they only have six players, but it's six players for one spot. And last year, uh, Sahith Thagala of Pepperdine qualified, ended up making the cut. Um, Doug Gim, who was a finalist in the U.S. Amateur, is one of the players. So it's a fun thing. I wish they had a few more players. There's a player from SC. There's a player from Kentucky. University of Texas has three players. Uh, so that tells you how this works. This is uh, uh, a, a uh, booster-driven uh, pro-am. Um, and uh, they get a spot in the field. It's great. It gets a little attention to college golf. And so we start off with that Monday. They close the course to practice rounds Tuesday, which is a, a rant I think I've done on the show. This happens at a lot of PGA Tour events. That used to be one of the days that I loved as an aspiring golfer to go out and you maybe got to talk to a player or videotape their swings. And, of course, now nobody would, would bring a video camera. They just use their phone. But um, it would be a chance for a young player to kind of – uh, just see their their uh, their heroes practice and all that. So I don't know why this is the case, but anyway. And then Wednesday pro am and uh, Thursday through Sunday. I I have uh, I've heard rumors the Tiger will play early on Thursday and late Friday, which will be cool because late Friday afternoon used to be a big big day at the uh, the old L A Open and <clears throat> it's many iterations as the. Glenn Campbell and the Nissan and, and all that good stuff. So that should be pretty exciting Friday afternoon. We have a little little turbulence in the forecast. Nothing nothing um, deadly in terms of like a wipeout day, but we do have some some possibly have a cutoff low house that's going to circulate and possibly just uh, kind of bring some showers now and then. And okay, um, that's so, fine. Yeah, uh, that but just no, means but, it's going to uh, be playing longer. It will. It will. But uh, I, I actually. Uh, Got to spend a little time with uh, Matt Morton, the superintendent, uh, yesterday, and uh, got to talk to him a little bit about how things are going. And it's, you know, we've had no rain here, House. So Riviera does not oversee the rough. So it's light rough. So that should be good for Tiger and some of the bombers. That's been the the setup the last few years. They do have some high, super high rough in some spots. I think the tour came in and hacked a few of those down. I'm not positive. But yeah, so Riviera should be good for, much better for Tiger in terms of setup. Um, well, let's way talk he was about though, ball, what that so, means in terms uh, of the greens. Now, the greens are, are really quick, and they're yep. firm. Again, and hard. We've had, yeah, yep. we've had very little rain. They're poa greens. So one of the things that's a little unusual with Tiger and some of the other guys, Jason Day, you heard it at Tori, is they, a lot of them really get poa, uh, the, the poa greens of Riviera get in their head. Well, let me let's let's um let's talk about that because I I want to talk about I want to have that conversation okay. in the context of guys that we like this coming week. Okay, but let's go ahead and 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 uh, you know I I want to compare some notes now. Now Phil again was his ball striking was outstanding. The ball that he hit on sixteen, I mean on seventeen today. Did you have a chance to see that? That I did. Uh, that was beautiful. And that green what was. What was that? Was it a what? six iron? Oh no, no, that was probably uh, uh that's what uh uh Harry Potter Jr hit there. It was a uh it was uh, I think it was a I think I heard 8 iron but I'm not positive. I'll double oh, check. Oh, I I just Remember uh, Phil's lofts might be um <laughs> Uh, what is it in the rogue irons that uh the, 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 there's the, you know there's that the, the is it the X? I've already the X? Yeah, what kind of I guy? I have the I, X. 
Yeah, the, in, in fact, you have a you have a slightly stronger loft in those. It's a strong Phil loft. Might, that's right. Yeah, Phil might have a slightly stronger loft, but he also is long and he hits it a long way and he uses a Chrome Soft X. But well, and he hit yeah. a beautiful. It was oh, an outstanding fade, right? It was a fade for him. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a fade. Oh God, it was so nice. It was the closest I saw anybody get on seventeen. So ball striking with those beautiful rogue irons and Shaq. Let me tell you, there's a box in my in my live in my dining room right now. And you it arrived over to... the weekend. Ooh. I haven't. I I'm saving it. I, I okay. really this weekend it poured rain here in in the DMV and it's and it's uh it's slightly milder today, but it's still cold. And I really am am saving the unveiling, the unwrapping. I think that's a thing that the kids do. The kids like take video of unwrapping, unboxing. Oh, sure, sure, the unboxing. Right? Yeah, of course. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do that or not because I'm incompetent at something like that. But. Uh, I'm really looking forward to what these things look like, I, but I can't do it until it gets warm enough when I know as soon as I take them out of the box, I want to go directly to the range and start banging them around. So that I'm, I'm, I'm holding tight. I'm showing some discipline for once. Yeah, that's impressive. And they are in stores now, by the way. So just in case anybody was wondering, the Callaway Rogue Irons, uh, pretty exciting day on February 9th. For those of you anxious to go hit them, go get fit, go try them on the uh, Trackman and See how they feel. There's there are a couple different variations, and we discussed them last week. So uh, keep that in mind, but nothing too complicated. It's just that uh, some people like house uh, need a little extra de-lofting in their irons, X, and there's nothing wrong Daddy, with that. All right, X. so look, you you started in on one of the, one of the facets of of Riviera coming up here that yeah. I'm fascinated by, not to overdo it, um, which is the Poa Greens. How is the Poa Greens here at Riviera so different from the Poa Greens at Pebble? Well, for starters, well, two things. At Pebble, you have some amateur golfers who are walking on them who, let's just say, maybe don't walk with the attention to detail that a PGA Tour pro walks with. So you get some heel marks and different things. And that's always been in, in the years when the greens get soft in the rain. That with the soft spikes uh, getting a little buildup on the mud, that all those, all those invisible craters used to drive guys nuts. Um, they've obviously take them taking the maintenance game up multiple notches and there there i thought the ball looked to me like it was rolling beautifully at, at pebble as good as ever obviously there was no rain so there it's the same grass it's a it's a it's actually not a grass it's a it's technically a a weed uh right. Polenia, and it's um it's just something that uh it's a the ball just doesn't cling to it like a bent grass or even some of the new bermudas and so visually for a lot of players and you heard jason day mention he adjusted his putter um because he didn't like the way it was it was sort of felt like it was almost pushing the ball into the green um guys have different views on them and but generally what's interesting house for all this discussion of poa and and uh and, and certainly a big part of why tiger i believe stopped coming here for a while because Riviera Riviera's greens weren't as good uh that said most of the great putters in the history of the game have loved making putts on poa greens and some of the best greens in the world are that sort of modeled mix of bent and poa and 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 there's some purples and and uh and greens and dark greens and light greens and and there it's a great grass and it can help hold up the traffic and now with modern maintenance practices they can make them a lot smoother so um that's the nice thing at Riviera. The, the the downside is it's a big field. It's 144 players, and no matter what, they are going to get a little bit uh, a little bit beat up during well, the course of play. With that context, though, we just watched some guys here at Pebble putt pretty well. One guy that that did not putt well was Jordan Spieth. What's going on with him? Well, I watched the stroke a few times, and it 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 looks like uh, something's not quite. He just doesn't look uh, comfortable, or doesn't quite look great. It's, I don't know if he's gripping it too tight. Uh, he missed a short one uh, after a bunker shot in the final round today, and and it was not an attractive like uh, kind of through stroke. It was a little bit of a. I want, it a wasn't stab. yippee, but it was a little was stabby. A, yeah, it was a stabby. He so, he said he's yesterday, human. It's, it's in his head I mean, a little bit. And... Yeah, he said it's an alignment thing. Like he's uh. he's subconsciously standing over the ball in a different way, and he he hasn't been able to force himself back into the position that produces the the sort of most success. But we'll, I, I 
for a guy like like him at the you know, and we're going to be lucky enough this season uh, around the Austin event. I think we're going to have Jordan's uh, coach. So I don't want to say too many bad things. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't say bad things about Jordan anyway. But uh, I think Cam McCormick is coming on. I just it just is so uh, unsettling for um, you know a, a, a viewer like me, a fan like me who regards Jordan when he's on as one of the very, 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 very best putters from length. He always has been a little bit suspect from six feet in, it feels like, but from length. And he yeah, just looks lost. Statistically this year, it's a it's a huge decline. I, I don't think there's a whole lot to be concerned about. He's been sick, which they mentioned today. I, I did not know he's been under the weather. And uh, I just – every great putter has had moments where – they've gone uh, not yippy but they've they've lost the the, the feel and and gotten into their head that they are not going to make this putt and and it happens even to him so he's had a few lulls though already i don't recall one with the short putting quite this uh, blatant and um, but that that just doesn't to me it's not a big deal it's okay. some people would say it's a little bit tricky to to write the ship on these kinds of greens but i would counter that like i said i think uh, somebody like him who's putted unbelievably well at Riviera and and likes the place and loves Poa Greens, won at Pebble Beach last year. I think it's actually the best place for him to be trying to uh, work it out. Okay. And uh, yeah, and he's going to be there that. tomorrow and he's got a great uh, practice green right outside the media center that he was grinding on last year. And I expect to see him out there quite a bit. And I, I, I to me, it's just not a, it's not yet something to, to uh, to be too, I mean, he still ended up having a very nice week this week with yeah. kind of a ragged game, which is why he's different. He right. just kind of grinds through it. So, uh, so I, here, I look for him to have a nice week at Riv. A nice week, but let's talk about the guys yeah. that really have a chance to win, and then we're going to turn to to this week in Tiger because you know it is this week in Tiger. Tiger's oh, yeah. back. He's in L.A. You have some props for us, but let's talk first. I, it's only yeah. Sunday. I reserve the right. As the week goes on, in fact, maybe I'll tweet at you. I'll yeah, say, here are my four or five names, and you tweet back at me and, and let me know if you agree with it. Because, you know, we, we our fans out there, the Shack House listeners, uh, like to – this would be a good one to allocate some capital on, I think. I think so. Uh, I have not, unfortunately, found any nice odds listings for this week's Genesis. I poked around before the show and that's one of the negatives of us recording here on a Sunday night. But I, uh, I'm sure people will find them, and I think yeah. we'll have a pretty good idea. They're going to be some fun prices. I, I went back and looked at last year's leaderboard just because I like to see who who played well the previous year. I forgot about West Bryan 63 on Saturday, which was really cool, and it, it'd be uh, I think a, a nice week for him to kind of get the year going. He loves Riviera and he loves putting those greens. Again, another outstanding putter who has no problem whatsoever on on these kinds of greens and and they're they're beautiful. There's there really isn't a whole lot of excuse unless you're you're just somebody who who doesn't like the way the ball bounces sometimes. So Okay. Keep an eye so on Wes, keep an eye like on Wes Lee, Brian. Yeah. Uh, you I mentioned uh, Tommy Peters. Keep but Well, yeah, he's making his PGA Tour debut. Um in 2018, finished second last year with Scott Brown, which I know, House, you talked all season about Scott Brown's second place here. Um, I had totally forgotten about that one, too. Um, Charlie Hoffman, of course, the West Coast swing man, played great last year, uh, had a nice final round, 67. and and But obviously, it was all about Dustin Johnson. He won by five and, and shot 66, 66, 64, 71. That 71 was basically, a to me, a three-over par round. Um, so I think that he's the way he's playing. It's just going to yeah. be uh, kind of fun to watch. And it, really, it's going to just be a luck of the draw situation, I think, uh, in his, situ his case. Ollie Snyderjans had a T8 last year and is uh, playing some nice golf right now on the tour. Uh, another guy he to watch. Good oh, week go in Phoenix, didn't he, Snyderjans? He did. He did. Yeah. Uh, and uh, another one who's fun to watch, uh, I think, again, on the on the prop bets, a former winner at Riviera. 
Uh, Charles Al III had an, it just seems to always play nicely at Riviera, somebody to just kind of keep an eye on. Well, he's uh, really made a career out of the West Coast swing. I mean, he's, he's now in, in officially like legendary West Coast swing status. Like if you have a fantasy thing or a one and we, I don't know if you play him one and done because he doesn't win, but he's, he's, he's got, you know, his top tens and top fives yeah. are, uh, are, are, are rampant. He loves yeah. the West Coast. So tell, help and me. Kevin, with, Kevin Naw is one more person who had a great finish last Last year, who played it decently there at Pebble Beach, you saw he yeah. was he was paired with. Uh, oh, now I'm drawing a blank. Was he was he paired with uh, Jason Day? No, he was paired with. I don't anyway. think so. He was in one of the last uh, few groups there. Yeah, I, and well, I, um, I, I I had tell me why if I just walk in and put a little bit of uh, you know a little taste on the four guys that finished second: Mickelson, Reevy, Day, DJ. I mean that feels like a pretty good start. Well, we have no did day at Riviera, so oh, oh, okay. that would I, that would be a bad one to try to uh, to, to bet on. And, I didn't realize and, uh, he was taking but, the week but off. Yeah, Ted 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 Potter and Ches Rivi are both playing, uh, so those two are are there for the taking. I, I don't know how Riviera sets up for those two, and, and you know, given what I laid out about this, I feel like it's just going to be a power golf course you know the 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 par fives the first holes uh a par four really the u.s amateur played it as a par four the usga did but the two back nine par fives are pretty stout and they become more reachable but there's still two holes that really really favor the long hitters as do the two of the back nine par uh fours the 12th and 15th the 18th doesn't uh, it, it tends to play downwind, and as big and long as it is uh, as, as a par four, when you're there in person, you just go, oh my gosh, this hole's massive. This is ridiculous. Uh, to them, it it just is not a hole that plays that long. So it's it's a long hitter's golf course. I mean, Jimmy Walker played very nicely last year there. Johnny Vegas. It's it's a place where where you're uh, with without that high rough, you're you're able to swing pretty freely. Well, here's a guy who we saw for the first time stateside. This week, and I was impressed that he came over and made his debut, you know, basically to, to sort of acclimate to West Coast time as much as anything. And that's Rory. Yeah. Let me, let me hear what you think about Rory's chances this week. Uh, well, he played very well here. Uh, uh, and, and he kind of had a debacle on the sixth hole right. that, that, that uh, sidetracked him. Um, and he, he uh, uh, no, what are you talking? Are you talking about it? What'd you say? I said a five wood. I, I recall him being in contention, and it was two years ago, I think. Yeah, it was. It was. He's it in wasn't the middle of the fairway. Oh, he okay. Was, no. He was within two shots of the lead. Oh, yes. And he okay. blew a five wood, you know, uh, peeled off right, like the my kind of miss. Yeah. A, oh. a high, soft, sloppy, lazy, you know, flyer left, flyer right. Well, he he was in great shape, and he to me, my memory of the day was more of just his inability to have any concept of the speed on the greens the last day. He had put it very nicely up until Sunday, and then just started um, powering putts. Uh, yeah. So I think it's a it's a great golf course for him. He likes it. He loved uh, when he played here a couple of years ago. He stayed in Santa Monica. He had a great gym. It's a short drive, and he he you know, he just commented on what a what a fun week it is, and the golf course sets up to his eye, and he will not be the the center of attention, and that might that might inspire him to play a little bit better and and become the center of attention. And oh, wouldn't that be cool if? Uh, I mean, we're, we're 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 anxiously awaiting the pairings, but uh, it sure would be fun if the if if our friend Steve Rentoul, when he was was putting it through the algorithms in the computer there at the advanced trailer, <laughs> somehow managed to get Rory's name with Tiger Woods. That would you just, think, I, just a thought. It's, that's that all it work? is. You think people? Would I be think interested that would in get that? a few people out to watch. I oh, would yeah. kind of you know want to see uh, every moment of it. But here's um, the thing: I I, yeah. I'm, I understand that, and I find that appealing as well. Me personally, the one I'm rooting for, Tiger and Phil Mickelson. Yeah, that's and, who I want to see next to each uh, that's other. That's a that's a thought that's crossed some people's minds, and I think that would be uh, equally juicy. The, uh, the 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 old guys, and um, I have to, you know, I'll have to ask on what the you know they have a pairing system, an ABC grading system. Right, 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 right. And I need to I need to check and see what. What if Tiger Tiger and Phil? That actually might be more likely. They may be more. 
in that that scenario uh, likely to be to have the computer put them together. Um, but there is a, there is a storyline pairing. They do have the ability to to manipulate it now. So I would hope it'll so. be fun. It's, it's a, a fun. It's a, it's a, it's a tournament that's on television. I would it's hope a, they would be able to oh. figure out a way to get you know some yeah. eyes on it. And nothing going on in sports other than the All Star Week and all right. uh, oh, pitchers and catchers report. There is that, but don't yeah. care. Uh, exactly, it's a long way from the from the season starting. So yeah, it's a great week. Uh, it's East Coast prime time viewing uh, late in the telecast. Yes, it is. Yeah, all that. So I, right. I hope they 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 listen to us a little bit. That that. But again, the the wealth of riches this year in this tournament. In terms of being able to put certain people together is is really cool. Uh, so anyway, all right. Well, let's let's um, let's jump over. Let's let's just go hard and heavy in our man in in into Tiger here. Um, you've, <laughs> you've you've got some props for us. Let's let's hear what they are. Uh, yeah. So they're not. Um, I can't say that they're the greatest uh, prop bets I've ever seen. House, but uh, of course you have your your make the cut or or not make the cut. Make bet. the cut. Um, how, how expensive is it? Uh, yes, is a minus one forty. Uh, yeah, I don't no, like that. No, plus one ten. Will he be pain. within five strokes of the lead at any point Sunday? Uh, they note that he must make the cut for that action. No kidding. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, uh, well, I guess I guess technically we could have a lot of rain and we could be playing the second round on Sunday, and, and okay. the bet would be yeah. Anyway, okay. yeah, that's a plus one forty. Um, that's not nearly enough juice. Give me something to work really? with. Really? Okay. Uh, Will Tiger plus hit in the pot bunker in the middle of the sixth screen? Plus one fifty. I like that a that's, lot better. I mean, yeah. I, you know, really being within See, I, five I, of the leaderboard on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Well, I I'm mean, gonna... it's fine, but it's like they, you're not even getting one and a half to one on that. Yeah, When's the no, last time he was within they should, five? They should get you at least a one and a half, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, here you go. How many fairways will Tiger Woods hit in the first round? Uh, over 4.5, minus 115, under 4.5. He's he's going to hit over over 4.5. Okay. I, I, I'm guaranteeing it now. And how expensive um, is that? What's the price? That's a minus one fifteen on both. That's what I like. Now we're talking. That's yeah. just that's just See, paying that the gets big. You, that that stirs well, you. That's, huh? it, that's <laughs> nearly even money. And I feel like I'm with you. I'm I don't go against Tiger. I made that that you know declaration. It's the 2018 season is upon us. That's one where I could get into it. I like it. That's that's a good one. So put that mark that one down. All right, driving accuracy percentage. They have a 32.5 over under. Again, minus one fifteen. That's uh, that's not very bullish on the man's driving. <laughs> what was the uh, number? Prowess. What was the number at Tory? What did he end up at? It was oh, in the 20, 20 something range, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Uh, actually, it might have even been. I'll have to pull it up, but it was not good. But 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 okay. So let's discuss. Riviera has a little rough. The fairway lines are. I would say on average 25 yards, 27, 8 in a few cases, 20, I think 24 is the absolute minimum. So that's narrow to me, but Torrey Pines had a few that were really slim. Uh, and so I think that, I think he's got a good chance on that. I really do. <clears throat> Okay. I don't understand this one. Will Tiger Woods receive more broadcast time than the winner during the final round? Uh, I don't know how they're going to tabulate that. That's just terrible. I don't get that one. Um, What's the, what are the odds? Just just so uh, I can hear it. Yes, uh, minus 150. No. Uh, okay. Yeah, plus 120. No, and then no, more no, broadcast time during the 2018 Genesis, Genesis Open. Tiger Woods minus 115, field 115. Obviously, you take the field in that. That's just them being sarcastic, I think. Well, if, I, I wish that was a real prop. I mean, if that's a real prop, I mean, let's go. You know, I got yeah. a mortgage payment. I'd like to redirect. <laughs> I mean, uh, come so, on. Yeah. yeah. But that can't be a real bet. So, okay. I got it. All now, right. Do you want to talk go a little ahead. bit about Tiger's odd relationship with Riviera? Because I had to write a column about this. So, um, a lot of it is uh, fresh. And I went back and did some reading and, and remembering and, um, he has a an, an unusual history here. Um, it's a, it's a I, I'm not gonna call it a checkered pass because he he almost won one year. He had a great shot, but it's um, I believe the reason he stopped coming here in 
2006 was a combination of of uh, a few things. He 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 played here. He's played the uh, LA Open, whatever version you want to call it. Now the Genesis Open, uh, eleven times as as a golfer, nine times as a professional. Um, he did have that tie for second in 1999. He flailed his uh, second shot right on 18. It hit, well, it hit a cart pass. It wasn't. It's it's easy to do if you've played Riviera. You know, there's this horrible cart path right next to the 18th green that that uh, is really not that far away, especially with a fairway that's that's pitched left to right. It's pretty easy to lose it there. And it went in a concession stand. He needed to make birdie. He ended up not making birdie. Ernie Els won. Um, he did not. Uh, uh, come that close to winning again and 2006 was the last time he played here house that's 12 he, years ago chef yeah yeah it was a while ago so he, he i wasn't he, married back then yeah, it was, i didn't have a kid a lot has changed every yeah. year a lot has changed in the world he um had an, a, a bad incident on friday afternoon there was a, a surprise rain and stevie williams did not have the umbrella in the bag and tiger was a little under the weather already and he got wet he got more sick and then to to add to the the enjoyment he got in um his car and for uh, some reason was staying east of the golf course so when you play in this tournament house you cannot stay east of Riviera, you will have a miserable week. The traffic going east every day is the worst it is all year because UCLA is in session, Hollywood is full bore, award season's going, every school is in session, and there are several private schools right by Riviera and a, a junior high right across the street. So he got stuck in like an hour and a half of traffic, withdrew the next day because they had he was supposed to come back the next morning, and uh, uh, he... Did not. And that was it. We never saw him again. I always felt like part of it, too, was scheduling uh, pre-masters. It just didn't quite fit in with the flow of his schedule. And then there were the Poet Greens of Riviera, which he, he they were just not very good back then compared to the way they are now. They were fine, but they could get pretty bumpy. And they are so much better now. Uh, the, 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 the place gets much less play. It's very private. And uh, so he has no... Uh, well, he doesn't know this, but he—I'm he, sure he's heard the reports that that it's a lot better than it used to be, uh, conditions-wise. So that is why he has not been here uh, since he's been here. The tenth hole has become basically a par three and a half that the entire field ties, tries to drive. So it's going to be really fun to watch him play the the great tenth hole. Doesn't and, it still play over par though? Yeah, or right around par. Most yeah, years. so I, it's not a th par three and a half. It's a well, par I four mean, and a I quarter. Well, I mean, I meant that in that the mentality is that the yeah. tee shot, the, the layup is all but but gone for maybe uh, uh, one fourth of the field, and that's a, that's a different mindset. And then the two back nine par fives that were always really really tough, especially the seventeenth, uh, are more. Uh, reachable and more guys go for them. So th there are changes. And then the course has been lengthened and he's seen some of that lengthening. Some of the greens have changed. Uh, there's more short grass. So, there's, so it's a very different golf course. But I think in general, he's going to he's gonna really like it because it is uh, not like Torrey Pines and the way it was set up in terms of that high, high rough. Although he really never complained about that. He, he seemed to embrace that. So I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a good week. It'll be interesting to see how much he scouts the course. He's supposed to come into the media center Tuesday, so uh, he will probably play early Tuesday morning and then uh, come talk to us and do some of his uh, uh, fulfill some of his duties for a tournament that that benefits his uh, Tiger Woods Foundation. All right, Shack House pals, as promised, on the line as he drives away. From Pebble Beach, having just completed a very successful Pro-Am with his partner Jason Day, a top 10 finish on the line, Chris Harrison of The Bachelor. Hey, guys. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Thank you so much How's for doing this. The great Chris Harrison. I am in the car heading south. Oh, sweet. You got out of there fast. Perfect, Beautiful. Perfect timing. All right. Well, welcome to the Shack House. Thank you for, for doing this. Congratulations on a great week at Pebble Beach. Thank you. That was uh, for a first time. I think it went about uh, as good as you could possibly dream. Uh, so first time, and you get Jason Day. Uh, tell us who you know and how that came about. Right. Well, 
funny. It's funny. A lot of people kept asking me, how did you get Jason Day? And I said, I called him. Um, luckily, Ellie, his wife, is a huge Bachelor fan. And through her, um, I've, I've met the Days and I've gotten to know them over the last year and helped with the uh, Rider Day Foundation. And, um, you know, and, and just oddly enough, when I got invited to the AT&T and I heard that Jason might be going and he may not uh, have the same partner he had last year, I called Ellie and I said, hey, is Jason have a partner? Because I'd sure like him. Well, wow. so so uh, <laughs> you you were front you had a front row seat today for a guy you know that was playing for an opportunity to win the golf tournament, and the things you know for, I'm I'm here on the East Coast in cold and rainy Washington D.C. But s- sitting and watching what what jumped off the screen two things his short game how he kept himself in it on the back nine especially and then the the par that he made on 18. So talk about being there, you know, live and in person for that show. Well, look, two two things you just mentioned that well that really impressed me this week. His attitude. No matter what happens, he's unflappable and always has just this this positive bright disposition. And that came into play, you know, those those last several uh, holes, including 18. His short game is extraordinary. Uh, you know, obviously those guys, he and DJ get so much credit for hitting at a thousand miles, and they do, um, and it's effortless. But his short game and his attitude is is really what makes him. And but we played uh, Spyglass on Thursday, the first round. There weren't a lot of cameras around. He easily hit the ball like he should have shot 74, and instead he shoots 67 because of his short game and his attitude. That. That's really what I'm going to take away from this week. All right. So this is a big deal to get invited to this and then play in front of crowds, the whole thing. Give us your kind of your highlights of the week. Um, what, 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 what kind of surpassed expectations? Um, how did you feel out there? All of that. Was it, I mean, was it, was it as fun as it looks like it is to, to play in that event? It's, it's exhausting. Yeah. I'll tell you that first and foremost. <laughs> it really is. For someone who's not used to the adrenaline, um, you know, what's flowing through your body, the just the grind and being that mentally on in front of people, you know, look, if I'm hosting television, that's fine, but I'm not used to that. So it was it was exhausting, but it was. It was everything I ever dreamed it would be. Walking four days of competitive PGA tournament golf, you know, with Jason Day today Steve Stricker and and Merritt and you know to go back to talk about two great stories today you have an oh you know a champion like Jason Day and and even Steve Stricker but then you had a kid like Merritt who needed to finish in the top 10 today to make it to LA and qualify for next week yeah so you have the two ends of the PGA Tour spectrum right there and that's honestly was was kind of beautiful for me to watch today was this kid Merritt was grinding and even on 18, when his ball went in the tree, and that, can I tell you what a mess 18 was? I didn't yeah. know what to do. <laughs> J- Jason Day is on the beach, Troy Merritt's in a tree, and Steve Stricker's up in the grandstand. Oh. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Oh. And that's always the thing. Chris, that when you're watching on television, you you, you got to think on Sunday has to be so hard for the amateurs when you're in the middle of this tournament to to, to be in the middle of that. And you, you you've got to have times where you just just want to hide because you just don't want to be in the way. Yeah, and that's you know Jason Day and I luckily have a really good rapport and you know we're really good friends, so I I understood how to handle him and he's so easygoing. Um, but obviously Stricker was having a bit of a rough day, and I I really wanted Merritt to top 10 finishing. I really am a cheerleader for him today, just trying to get him going because he started off a little rough. But mm. it was, uh, yeah, as, a, as an amateur, you just don't want to get in the way and make a stupid mistake and screw up. You know, these guys are playing for millions of dollars and Ryder Cup points and, uh, you know, end of year points. So this is huge for them. And we're just out there goofing around having the time of our life. So, so Chris, how did you play? How did you yourself play? Having going, you know, this being your your maiden voyage under circumstances like this. Oddly enough, today I played my best golf of the week. I hit it really, really well for me. Struck the ball well. You know, no major gaffes. Had a little unfortunate, you know, bounce there on eighteen. And but other than that, I really had a good day. Had 
you know, uh, I birdied 15. I should have birdied 16. And I didn't feel so bad because apparently Dustin Johnson got up right behind me and missed the same putt. <laughs> but, uh, you know, to finish to finish those holes that strong in front of the crowd, um, I was, you know, it's funny. I was oddly calm on the 16th hole in front mm. of all those people. I, it was really weird. Um, I, I had an interesting situation. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I was the only amateur in my group. Yeah. So I had three PGA pros, and then I'm playing the other tees by myself, which was a little odd. So I was, I was kind of trying to hurry up, but I actually play better when I'm playing fast. Have you ever played before significant crowds? Not like that. I mean, yeah. I've played in some pro-ams before at uh, some of Tiger's events and the Greenbrier. You know, I've played in front of people, but nothing. Yeah. There is nothing to this level. For amateurs in my position, there is nothing like this. It is the penultimate test of your game and your nerves, for sure. Now they put you to when work. You, here's, here's what's funny. Oh, go ahead. When you know that Jim Nance and Nick Faldo are up calling your action, <laughs> I mean, come on. You, I look over and there's Dottie Pepper, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, and, you, and your Truvis, you were playing the Truvis, and uh, Ian Baker Finch gave you a little little shout out for playing the uh, Callaway ball. Uh, yeah, I, and I don't want to be a total shill. Oh, no, 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 no. Shill, shill. We have no, another no, Chrome Soft to add to do, so please, let's do it. Well, I, I just got to give a huge shout out to, to my boys, Chad Coleman, Harry Arnett, all the boys at Callaway who took care of me. I was playing the Apex Iron, uh, the Epic Driver, the Truvis. I'm a soccer. It's funny. I don't know if they meant to do this, but I played soccer in college. And mm, right. when I first saw that ball, when I went down to Callaway, I said, guys, I love that you have a soccer ball. I said, that's what I'm playing from now on. I'm a soccer guy. So I, I put it in play. and I, I love it. I, people find it interesting and fun. And uh, and at the end of the day, it's it's a good ball as well. Yeah, very much so. House, what uh, should we should we grill him a little bit about LA golf, or is there anything else about the uh, AT and T you want to? Well, I want to. I, I Chris, you know, uh, at at the Ringer, you have a huge uh, group of fans, and and you know the the Bachelor Party podcast hosted by Juliet Littman and Amanda Dobbins. I I hit I hit them up for a question to send your way. And they, they they wanted to know the Bachelor Party podcast wants to know when you're when you're taping the show when you're in you know doing your 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 daily gig for the Bachelor how much golf are you able to get in? Right. Not enough. <laughs> uh, it really depends on where I am in in the world. Yeah. But, you know the summer. I'll say this: the summer show I get a, a ridiculous amount of golf in because we're actually right there at the resort and they have a golf course right there. But you know when I'm traveling around for the Bachelor. I'll get a round or two, you know, the entire time, depending on where I am in the world. Not not as much as I would like. But every now and then, you know, we get a nice, you know, boondoggle of going to uh, uh, Harbortown in South Carolina, and I played there for three days straight. Oh, lovely. So if, if there's a good course around, believe me, I'll, I'll find it. Yeah. So let, just for our listeners, you you are a, uh, an accomplished golfer. What, what's your handicap? I'm not an accomplished guy. I'm a 10 handicap right now. Oh, I thought you were single digit. And I'm sorry. I, I oh, wow. Well. I, I should be. And I, you know, I, I just don't get to play enough. Yeah. You know, I love the game. I'm a complete I'm a complete addict, and it's my passion. I only got, you know, I say only, and this will kill people on the East Coast, but I played 40 times last year, but that's not much for us on here on the West Coast. Right. House, he just played the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. He didn't kill did anybody. Hear? He didn't hit anybody, as far as we know. That's, that is not. proficient golf. He was birdie and holes on That's the back fantastic. side. Come yeah. on. Yeah, he, he can, can play. play. There were, I know. Yeah. There were times. There's times when, I, when and, and, you know, you shouldn't think of this, but you do as an amateur. And I'm looking at I'm, I'm, I'm having to hit over a gallery, and I'm like, do they not know <laughs> that I'm not going to stay? I have no idea where this ball's going. <laughs> Now, Chris, what's the uh, I, uh, you mentioned being tired at the end of the day? It's exhausting. Is there a is there a big kind of nightlife scene with this and and parties? I know they put you to week uh, work this week on something related to. I think CBS uh, is going to air it, uh, or did they already air it? House? Did you did you catch it? They did the um, three. Yeah, they did a million dollars. The part three, three yes. Contest. You know, early in the week they do a great job of kind of packing everything early in the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night. There's the Arnold Palmer Awards on Tuesday. They're always really special. Uh, Jim Nance will come in and, and, you know, host the duties there. And um, 
there's a volunteer concert. You know, the guys like Toby Keith and Jake Owen mm. and all those guys get up and perform. You know, I, you know, I have to say all the celebs and everybody is pretty giving about their time of, of you know, having a good time and taking care of the volunteers, putting on a good show. Um, yeah, but, you know, there's, you can get into trouble if you want, for sure. It's, it's Monterey Peninsula. It's still the clam bake. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, you got to have some fun up there, and that it. Uh, and you stay at the lodge, I hope. So you just walk to stuff, and we actually stay. Uh, you know, I actually stayed over at Spanish. Uh, oh, nice! Little, I love the, the fire. Pretty nice too. Spanish and the bagpipes. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, that's the and best. It, yeah, and, and the weather was just ridiculous this week. Yeah. Um, so now you moved to LA, where where the tour is coming this week in around 2000. And did you move here to to go to work for TVG? Was that your first gig here? I did. Yeah, I was a sportscaster okay. in Oklahoma City, and then I moved to uh, start up a horse racing network city called TV in uh, LA called TVG. Oh yeah, no, uh, I'm a big horse racing fan and, and big TVG fan, and that's it's uh, 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 it's on too much here. But so you you when you got here, were you a golfer then? Yeah, I was. I kind of started when I was a sportscaster in Oklahoma City. I was playing in some, you know, coaches tournaments and, and bopping around at Oak Tree with some of the big courses in, in Oklahoma City. And I thought to myself, look, I, I just need to get good enough that I can shoot in the 80s so I can go to these tournaments and not feel like a complete fool. Um, and so that, but, you know, once you get going, you go down that rabbit yeah. hole and, and you're done. So were you when you when you first moved here? Were you kind of a, a a Rancho Westchester guy, and then you've kind of moved up to being able to join a club? I played a lot of uh, Encino Balboa. Okay. And uh, which is uh, for those that don't know, is a complete uh, goat ranch uh, beauty <laughs> right in the middle of Encino, yeah. California. But that's where I lived when I first moved out here. So I was a uh, uh, you know for the first. Gosh, five, six, seven years when I was living in L.A., I was just hopping around to the municipal courses. But I will say we're pretty spoiled. There's some really good muni tracks around L.A. Yeah, House had to hear me rant a little bit in the in our pre-show. I went over to Rancho and hit balls the other day, and it was I was I was very unhappy with. Uh, and I'm not a, I'm not expecting it to be Sherwood, but uh, you know I, I had to pull out a few real golf balls to actually know where the ball was 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 going. <laughs> uh, it's it's the L.A. city is is not uh, not thrilling. So. Uh, how's, you know, uh, Chris is coming back, uh, back to LA. Uh, Chris, are you going to come out to watch any golf at Riviera or you have to go back to work? Well, right now I have to go back to work. We do have some shows, but right now I've, I've been a kind of a part of the uh, Tiger Woods Foundation, a big supporter of, of Tigers, uh, since he opened up his first learning center in Orange County. Gosh, that might be what, 12 years ago. Um, and so uh, yeah, I've gotten- a little more actually. Yeah, and um, so, you know, I host his events in Las Vegas and, and help them out mm. whenever I can. I really love what they do. So um, I'm scheduled to play in the Pro-Am on Wednesday, and uh, I was supposed to nice. host something for him on Tuesday, but I can't make it because of uh, some Bachelor uh, stuff I have to host. But I'll be there Wednesday, and then I'll get out there on the weekend and see some of the guys. Beautiful, beautiful, awesome. Who, who Do you know who you're playing with on Wednesday? I don't. There's a, there's a, there's a draw on Tuesday. Um, so I'm not sure. Ah, yeah. Jason's not, you know, Jason Day's not playing, so I'll have to slum it with somebody else. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe you'll get, you know, one of the top five guys in the world. Exactly. Since Jason, I think, is just outside of it. Well, we really appreciate you doing this. We know it was a uh, whirlwind uh, day and finish, and, and uh, it was fun watching and, and seeing how it all came together. It was a little bit of a, a – it was a bizarre finish. I'm, I'm sure that the vibe out there probably uh, conveyed that to you. <laughs> uh, it, it came through on television, but we really appreciate you taking the time after a, a long week to, to kind of fill us in. I can't wait to go honestly go home and watch it on TV to find out just how crazy it was because you know <laughs> Potter's behind us trying to win his first PGA tournament oh. and we got golf balls and trees and people on beaches and I mean this guy must have been just dying oh. out there so I, I can't oh. wait to see how hey. it all plays out. <laughs> Yeah, and he had, he had to wait know. a lot on 17, too. It was, it was tough. Yeah. As you know, it was a backup I, there. The one thing you'll see, Chris, your your caddy's pants come through loud and clear, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, Chip, Humphrey, Chip Humphrey's my, my boy from my country club, uh, my member-member partner. Yep. 
And uh, that was uh, he was my caddy all week, and uh, he is he's that colorful. And he, to his credit, he asked me if he could go, you know, do his thing. I said, "Hey, buddy, you do you, you do you all week." So the, the whole he, the whole of he did it. crazy pants. That was my boy. <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming on, Chris. We really appreciate it. Hey guys, it was a great week, and uh, man. Talk about a bucket list checked off and a dream come true. And uh, thanks, uh, thanks for the support. Happy to join you guys. All right, thanks, Chris. Drive Take safe. Bye. <laughs> well, thanks again to Chris. That was awesome. House, do you think you would want to play in a pro am like that? Shaq, come on, a thousand percent. Yes. Here's the thing, though. Chris mentioned this. You have to be, you know, I, I would want my caddy to be carrying a, a, a bullhorn because we, we need to give out the incoming. I mean, look, it's, it's the ball's going left, ball's going right. I don't know which way the ball is going. The other thing is we know from, from, from that uh, event in particular, that Pebble event, the parties are legendary. I think I might be coming in a little dragon. I might be dragging a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could, well, but the, I think a drink by the fire pits at the Spanish Bay, as he, he laid out, that is, it, you don't even have to stay at Spanish Bay, by the way. If you just want the fire pit experience, you can go there and it's a very expensive drink, but it is such a cool place. They have the bagpipe every day at uh, uh, sunset. Oh, it's, it's, I, yeah, you could, you could get through right. it, I think, House. Life yeah, goals. Yeah, yeah. Life goals. Yeah. Now, the good news is if you played House and you were hitting golf balls in the crowd, you're, you're going to be hitting, them with chrome softs that's so, true i mean the, the bad news is it's got you know for the people who get hit it's got the graphene which is 200 times stronger than the steel uh that was isolated in 2004 by two scientists who won the nobel prize however we know that Ouch. the chrome soft is soft and i think i think you should even though you're probably a chrome soft x guy i think you should play the regular chrome soft because it's just a, a little bit softer than the x so when forgiving. you do hit those people yeah and, forgiving uh, for me and for them Absolutely. So yes, those are uh, the new Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X are coming, and uh, and they'll be in Truvis too, and just the way Chris Harrison played them in the AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am. So House, what uh, what do you got on House of Carbs this week? This week, what are you excited about? Well, let me Besides, let me first obviously, say the Genesis? Uh, mid midweek, um, our old pal Adam Rappaport. We have him on once a season. Nice. The editor in chief from Bon Appetit comes on. Is this like his third appearance? Well, we, because we 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 had summer <laughs> and then we had fall and oh, now season. it's winter. Oh, yeah, I every thought- season. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought House of Cards seat carb season. You're talking you're talking seasons of I'm, the seasons. I'm talking got food it. seasons, but you know what? Yeah, I'll encourage it. everybody who's listening to this because it's going to uh, drop first thing Monday morning. Until the next House of Carbs drops, if you haven't had a chance yet, make sure you go on and listen to this uh, an unbelievable uh, discussion I had with Eric Rideholm. Eric is the creator and executive producer of shows, many shows on ESPN, many beloved shows like Pardon the Interruption, Around the Horn, Highly Questionable. He's working on uh, the new show with Bomani Jones and uh, Pablo Torres. Um, but Ride Home was diagnosed in his 40s with celiac disease, and it was a real life changer. And we had a very like um, uh, insightful conversation about how it impacted his life and his career. I really uh, commend that podcast to people. Beautiful. And what do you well, got? Be going, my listening Shaq? to and from Riv this yeah. week. I got a busy week at Riviera. I'm going to be out tomorrow. Yes. And all day I'll be uh, tweeting away. And I think you're uh, right. We need to uh, when we get some, we get some numbers. Maybe I'll get a little intel on the range about who's uh, striping. <laughs> I mean, I did say Jason Day was hitting a great at Torrey. I just kind of backed off it when he did that whole I got the sore back in the pro am. Turns out he probably just didn't want to play in the Torrey Mines pro am. Uh, so I'll um, I'll see what I can find, what I can uh, watch out there. But yeah, I'll be doing a lot of coverage for Golf Week and uh, my website. And it's going to be an exciting week. Golf Channel, I'm going to have reports all day on Morning Drive, and we're going to go out and throw some golf balls around and and sh- uh, do some stuff showing the uh, the golf course. I'm excited. Like I said, the forecast is mostly good. There's a little little kind of funky turbulence that uh, that could make for some some intriguing moments, and we got a great feel. So can't well, wait. Yeah, we're yeah, we're going to be. We, awesome. I, we're back next week. I think we're for either another Sunday night recording or early Monday, so we can get up the results of of his eminence, the Tiger, in this outstanding field that's all pulled together, right? Absolutely. So I can't wait and uh, look forward to to uh, chatting with you about that. Listening to House of Carbs and of course everything else on the Ringer Podcast Network. And uh, is there anything else, House? That. Uh... Until next week, my friends. Let's get into that. Shaka.
part of the Ringer Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.